Hey, what's going on, guys? It's TC here with another episode of TC Talks for you. We are going to be talking about Chicago baseball today. Those Cubs and, sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. Uh, those Cubs and their winning habits, are they going to be able to keep on winning right now? Score says otherwise, but we will get into that in a little bit. The Chicago White Sox, same thing, 3-1, and one, same record as the Chicago Cubs. At first, the top of the AL Central as the Cubs are in the NL Central. So will they be able to keep that up? The Sox coming up that win last night, and we will talk more about the, the Sox later on. But before we dive into too much content, I want to say thank you for being here. We love that you're here. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe this video. Comment anything you want to comment. Tell me I look. I definitely have a radio face. Tell me that I definitely don't have a radio face. Whatever way you want to go on that argument, I accept it. Except for if you say I don't have a radio face because that is just simply not true. But without further ado, go ahead and give us a follow on our Instagram, the underscore winner circle underscore 22. Go ahead and pause for you really quickly. All right, gave you that little brief moment to go quickly over to your Instagram and go check us out and give us a follow. Again, the underscore winner circle underscore 22. Said it twice because it's so nice. All right, without further ado, let's kick off to another two. Uh, currently, it is six to two. The Chicago Cubs trail the Pittsburgh Pirates in the bottom of the fifth inning. Pirates up at the plate. So hopefully Chicago could find something to do in those last few little innings they have left right now it is just abysmal what the Cubs are doing their uh, biggest name that I was looking at in terms of who's going to be coming back from last season Patrick Wisdom is 0 for 2 on the day right now and Seiya Suzuki say ha because he is just killing it he is laughing at everybody who doubted him he is one for two right now with an rbi really doing his part for chicago we were talking about him a lot before the beginning of the season how he was going to be a difference maker for the chicago cubs team we thought he was going to be more of that on base kind of guy the guy who would be scoring not the guy batting in the runs but say uh, has proved that not only is he going to get on base he's going to be also be a, a factor in terms of run production as well. So that is really awesome to see, especially after he had a home run the other day. That was probably my favorite moment was seeing Seah run the bases. But honestly, this guy, he is going places, and the Cubs better do all they can to lock that guy down. He is my favorite player by far. I mean, Patrick Wisdom was my favorite returning player, but Seiya is definitely going to take it from my favorite Chicago Cub this year. I just love his approach at the plate. I love the way he plays the field. He is fantastic, and unlike my Chicago White Sox that I love so much, Chicago has a right fielder that has come to play. So, without further ado, we're going to switch really quickly over to the Chicago White Sox. The Chicago White Sox won 3-2 over the Mariners last night to get to 3-1 and overall. You know, Tim Anderson, though, I would like to see him do better in this upcoming game. 0-4 last night, that's unacceptable. I mean, even Luis Robert, I mean, he had a pretty good game, but, but he looked like he had never swung a bat um, against uh, that Mariners' first starting pitcher, Matt Brash. He just... I mean, that, that first strikeout that he got against Luis Robert was fantastic. It, it really, like, I'm a Sox fan. I love Luis Robert. I think he's the best player we have for Chicago. I think Tim Anderson might give him a run for the money there. But, honestly, Luis Robert, fantastic ball player for. So, for Brash to be able to just strike him out, make him look silly like that, 
honestly phenomenal. Vince Velasquez, I was talking. I was like, I do not know what we're going to be getting from this guy. He's usually hit or miss, you know, coming off of a pretty bad season. But Vince Velasquez went out there, gave up only two hits in four innings, one earned run. The walks really are troubling for me right now. He's got three walks compared to two strikeouts, which... Honestly, is not enough for me to be like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But it is enough for me to have some concern. Is there some control issues? Is he going to be able to settle down as the season goes on? Those are all things that I'm hopeful for, but things that I think us as Chicago fans and the Chicago White Sox need to pay attention to. Rene Ronaldo, I am really excited about. 1.2 innings from that guy. Two strikeouts, no hits, no runs. That is exactly what you want to see if you're a Chicago sports fan, especially if you're one of those people that loves the Southsiders more than the North Side, like I do. But you didn't hear that from me, and I'm not. I'm allowed to say that here on YouTube, but I'm not allowed to say that on SportsDownChicago.com. So I'm going to take the advantages to get my shots at those North Siders as much as I can here because, hey, the Sox are just better. Anyway, we're going to be moving on to tonight's game. Who's going to be playing in this one? Um, It looks like it's going to be uh, Keuchel who's going to be on the mound for Chicago and uh, uh, Dallas Keuchel is going to be on the mound for Chicago. Sorry. And uh, and, uh, dang it, who is that uh, Mariners pitcher? It's uh, Ray something or something Ray. All right, apparently not going to be able to find it. But anyway, we're going to be moving on from that. So the interesting thing uh, is Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is the pitcher for the Seattle today. Hopefully he's not able to do as good as as, uh, as uh, Brash was, but uh, we will see. Keuchel, uh, I'm really hoping, is able to do his part, especially with all the injuries we're seeing in Chicago starting pitching right now. Lance Lynn's down, Giolito's down, so there's big holes to be filling, and especially after a bad year last year, you really hope that he's able to kind of get back in those previous season forms as well. And then, again, with, with uh, Sox relief pitching, I, that's the main reason why I wanted to shout out um, Ronaldo Lopez is because there's so many issues with Chicago's pitching. The bullpen needs to be unlocked, and I really like that Ronaldo came in. Liam Hendricks was came into the ninth inning, gave up one of those runs, really concerning, but at the same time, you know, it's one outing, one run. He had a run to work with, so not going to harp on him too much, but the main issue that I have with that is Chicago really needs that guy to kind of be on lock, and the reason why I say this is because um, Chris Krimble uh, or was released uh, uh, in, in order to get A.J. Pollock. So you need the, who's left in that bullpen to really be uh, on lock and secure. Um, but that that's honestly something that I think is manageable for Chicago. I think they have enough guys in the bullpen, and especially when uh, uh, Joe Kelly comes back from the injured list, I think it's going to be a very big impact for Chicago. And then again, when Lance Lynn and Giolito are able to come back, that starting pitching is going to get a lot better. But I was even saying in the beginning of the season when they were saying Lance Lynn is the ace in Chicago, I was like, nope, you need another guy. I like Lance Lynn. I think he's a great pitcher. But honestly, for me, he's the number two guy. I feel like they were kind of just giving him that 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 Cy Young uh, award process last year more than anything else. He didn't have a bad year for sure, but I mean, maybe I've just been uh, a little bit too disconnected from baseball and, and specifically Chicago White Sox, but I thought that that was a, a good season, good season, but not a great season. You know, I didn't think he was worthy of an 
uh, Cy Young Award nomination, going that deep into the running either. Like, you know, if you want to throw him out there just as a name, okay, I thought he did good enough for that, but I didn't think he, he was good enough to be a finalist or anything like that. So, but, hey, that's just my opinion, and, you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong this season. Maybe he'll come out, replicate it, maybe even do a little bit better than last year, but honestly... Lance Lynn's not my guy. Lucas Giolito, he was my guy for a little bit. He was coming off a few great wins when I was watching him. He had a great record at some point last year. I forget exactly what it was, but uh, at, towards the end, he kind of just fell off, especially in the playoffs. I mean, none of Chicago's pitching looked like they were ready for a playoff game, and that's my biggest thing is, you know, Lance Lynn might have had a, a good regular season, but postseason-wise, it was not that good, and Chicago's pitching kind of just fell apart. Same thing. Uh, with the bats as well. I mean, Grandall, all these guys are coming back from injury last year, and so hopefully they're able to kind of turn that page and, and get things going again. But at the same time, you know, Jose Abreu is coming off an off year last year, and he wasn't injured for that long. You know, hopefully Amenez, Grandall, Robert coming back are able to make that difference for Chicago. But honestly, you know, I worry about Chicago not because of the lack of offense, but just because of the lack of, um, you know, unity, it seems like. Because, honestly, Chicago, they rely so much on the home run for runs. And you might be thinking, well, if there's two guys on base, you know, home run, that's that's a team effort still. But I don't know. I just, when it comes to home runs being the main way you get your offensive production, I start to worry just because, you know, what happens when those big bats start to fail? You know, you get flyouts, you're, you know, maybe moving runners over, whatever, but you're not really getting those consistent string of hits that, you know, is going to take pitchers out of games. It's going to, you know, rattle teams and, and, you know, well, you know, these guys just hit five hits on us last inning, scored a run. You know, you come out and you keep doing stuff like that where you get one, two hit, two hit innings, you know, force a few walks, which is the main reason why I love Seiya for uh, Chicago, the Cubs over there is... It puts a lot of pressure not only on the pitch, the pitcher that's in, but, you know, the pitcher's coming in. You know, oh, these guys have a hot bat tonight. Are they going to hit me just as well? And then same thing for the other team. Well, these guys have, have put together a few strings of hits. They're up three to nothing right now. we got to get the bats going. Maybe somebody's trying to do too much now on the other team. They overcompensate, and they're swinging for the fences. They're trying to crush the ball, get it out of there, and it's just that – you can approach the game like that, but it's not the best approach. You got to be looking for your pitch. You can't be looking to hit any pitch out of, out, out of the park. And honestly, that's something that I kind of see from Chicago from time to time is it seems like they're looking for that big ball instead of focusing on, you know, the team aspect of the game, knocking people over, getting on first base, that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm not trying to discount Chicago season. I think they're going to have a great season, but I do think that they definitely need to address pitching later on before the All-Star break, but that's just me. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comments section. Like I said on our last video, we are search searching for 50 subscribers here on YouTube, and I know it's terrible that I'm the face of the hash subscription, but as soon as we hit 50, you will see a lot more of my co-host Tyler Farringal, who's also way better at talking sports than I am. And that's that's just me. I mean, he is a great guy. You guys will love him. He could talk about any sport. I mean, shoot, he could talk about dog racing if you wanted to talk about dog racing. That is how involved Tyler Farringle is with sports. That guy is just, he's built differently, and you 
you just will be amazed when you hear more from him. So we will try to get him going on here as much as possible. Maybe start some TF talks or something like that for him. But uh, we will see you next time. If you want to know when exactly we're going to be posting, you can go check out our Instagram, the underscore winner circle underscore 22. This has been TC with TC Talks. I will see you next time. Thank you.